Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Good evening from night 41 at Everest Base Camp. It is 20 to 11 and I am comfortably, cosily and securely wrapped up in my sleeping bag with a hot water bottle at my feet and one in between my legs even though it's not that cold um, saying that it was a dank damp snowy kind of miserable enough day um Nothing was done today around camp. Nobody moved. Uh, uh, nobody moved anywhere outside the confines of the CTSS uh, camp today. Um, today was just a day, another day of patience, another day of rest and recuperation and eating and doing the right things and and uh, for want of a better expression kind of killing the day um, I'm never somebody who wishes away any of his life I think it's it's there to be lived and it's there to be um, filled and it's there to be um experienced 
today's experience wasn't up to much. <laughs> uh, three meals. In between those meals, uh, plenty of online um, scrolling, mindless. Um, and some conversations myself in April are um, eating together again we have been for a couple of days I'm sure I've mentioned it and uh, yeah we just chat obviously pre and post and we've been doing our um, Sanco San, Sancho um, vapor bowls you know where we put in the drops and uh, get our heads in there and try and clear out our uh, our lungs and our throats and our, our systems, our respiratory systems. So she's she's feeling, she had a bit of a cold. She had a cold and she was a bit sick post her summit. And uh, she seems to be doing much better. And in fairness, they're doing a, a great uh, deal for me as well. Those... Uh, those bowls they're pretty intense um and it's hard to kind of measure how much uh, uh of the sancho sanco you get in there um and you get a bit too much in there and there's <coughs> plenty of uh coughing and spluttering and pulling away and eyes watering and uh um and uh, yeah, impulse to just rip that kind of shawl off your head and get some get some decent uh, airflow into that uh, region. But uh, yeah, I just do. I think I did. What did I do five five minutes of breakfast, five or ten minutes of lunch, and ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes of dinner. And as you can tell, my cough has subsided hugely. Um, and that helps, you know, physically. So today, you know, um, I'm feeling physically good, strong. Um, there's a little bit of confidence kind of coming back. And although that's what you want, right? Those are the signs you want. Um, there's still a kind of little bit of caution in the back of my mind saying, you know, that's great, Damien, but like the proof's in the pudding here and you're really not going to know, uh, until you're back up in those, that rarefied air of, you know, 6,000, 6,500 camp two, and then that push from camp two to camp three which has left a mark on me from last time, you know, where it was, you know, hugely uh, difficult and therefore demoralizing. So so that cautionary voice is still there, but uh, this is the third but in this sentence. You know, I, I am feeling better by the day. I'm feeling stronger. And uh, that's all you can ask for right down here. Sleeping well, eating well, doing the right things. I think yesterday's little jaunt up Amori and those just like few little kind of runs I did 
really helped me, you know, even though there was plenty of uh, coughing and spluttering and after that, I think that that was nearly needed, you know, and I'm pretty keen to do something like that once more before um, the we go on a summit push and then just do a slower hike. I would probably, even though I'm not full of enthusiasm about the fact, uh, it's probably a good idea to go back up to Pomori High Camp, which is 5740. You know, one of the days, maybe tomorrow is the day to do that if the weather improves. Um, so speaking of weather, it's been pretty shit down for the last two or three days down here. You know, can you imagine what it's like up in Camp 2 and Camp 3? And, you know, there was some, uh, we were, do we had a not lovely little, uh, there's a big dome here, as, you know, you guys know. Sorry, sometimes I forget what I've fucking, I've talked about in uh, previous episodes. But uh, it's kind of a communal dome, and there was just between breakfast and lunch, there was a few of us hanging in there just chatting uh, two or three, four members of, I got to meet another member of uh, the Western Guided Team today, Taylor, from Colorado, uh, nice guy, seems like a nice guy, seems to like his scotch, because he just had a bottle uh, brought up from someplace, <laughs> so that's unusual, but like each to their own, right, and uh, we were just chatting away, and there's some, uh, you know, they had bits of information that I didn't have, or April didn't have, about what's going on above, and you know, apparently, like, there's some teams at Team 3, or camped, some teams at Camp 3, uh, heard Mario, Big Tendi, and Akash are there, and I heard uh, Wolf, and uh, a guy called, um, oh, a guy I haven't met, it's not Francesco, because we know Francesco's the the life and soul, the Italian life and soul of the the party, the, uh, but something like that. Francisco, Francisco, I think this guy's name is. They're both climbing Lhotse, which uh, is obviously adjacent to Everest and fifth highest mountain in the world. I believe they're at Camp Tree. Now, that, if true, and then everyone else is at Camp 2. So the two Jessicas... Um, Tommy and Clayton, uh, Ozzy and his um, Spanish-speaking group, and uh, who else would be there? HP, of course, with Jessica's. Um, so, Camp 2, in these conditions, uh, living-wise, difficult. Difficult, a lot of... Um, you know, a lot of stuff is stripped back there. But Camp 3, mother of God, like you're you're living on oxygen there. Uh, everything's done in oxygen. There's no kitchen. You know, the facilities are for you to boil water and just put it in a bag. There's no toilet in terms of like a fixed toilet. You fucking go where you have to go. Um, you're at 7,000... 200 meters I think maybe 400 meters um, 
<coughs> and God knows what the weather's doing there. If it's pretty shitty down here, God knows what the wind looks like. God knows what the snowfall looks like. God knows how cold it fucking is. <sighs> that is tough going. And by all accounts, their weather window um, is closing in. It's looking like they have a day on the 23rd, maybe. But that in itself, like, puts in uh, 23rd of May, today's the 20th. Not sure when you guys are listening to this, but, like, that in itself puts all sorts of question marks into, uh, you know, when do you push? And, uh, because if you're at Camp 3, it should be a day to Camp 4, right? Which would be the 21st. And then summit the next day because you're not hanging around the camp four. You only spend a few hours there uh, before you hit your the summit trail. So it's a, as you can tell, it's an enormous physical and mental undertaking. So these guys are really caught in a between a rock and a hard place, as far as I can see. Um, now that's you know that's just on information that's been regurgitated through other climbers, but at the same time. Uh, uh, tonight there was a like you you know when there's something up around camp you know because there's a bit of agitation through the Sherpas and um, tonight I just noticed that there was a, two or three guys and you know as we were having dinner that were kind of going around on radios that it's on you know it's that's not usual like uh, so there's I'm sure there's difficulties up there. I'm sure the discomfort up there. I'm sure there's uh, problems and, um, you know, they're communicating with these guys down here to try and find solutions. So, like, I hope it all works. <laughs> Obviously, I hope it all works out for them. Um, whatever they might have to do, there was talk about people coming down out of Camp 3, down to Camp 2, you know, because there's definitely, definitely a... A big difference there in between <coughs> um, the the structure around the place, um, but yeah, like even people hanging out at camp too, it's gonna wear you down after a few days, and I wonder like, so like our like I'm tagging on with the Western guided team who are really well led prepared and directed by a guy called Casey um, an American climber I think he's five Everett summits and he was he's right from the start said to these guys that you know it's going to be a late May summit window and uh, he's confident in that and he has precedent there as well from I think 2019 um, so it's looking like what they're saying what I'm hearing is there's a good really nice window um, starting to open up between the 27th and the 29th so you know warm a big window warm for Everest and the weather's good uh, Are they going to, those guys who are up there now, today is the 20th, are they going to wait up there for another week? Like that is going to fuck, you know, that's going to be difficult, that's going to fuck you up a little bit. 
Um, you know, if that's our weather window, 27 to 29, we don't head till the 24th. Uh, and then we do camp one, camp two, camp two on the 25th. That's another five days for those guys. Well, you know, four anyway after today, waiting. I suppose it's doable, like, but you don't get stronger there, you know, you get weaker, so, yeah, I do have my concerns for those guys, um, yeah, maybe, listen, maybe their weather will work out, maybe they'll have a, a little positive twist and they'll get, you know, half a decent day on 22 and then, then 23 and they'll be able to get out of there or up and down, but, uh, yeah, it's tough, um, it's tough, uh, you know, when you're hanging around, like, they finished their rotation, I think, some of them on April 30th, and then they were hanging around, like, for about two and a bit weeks before they left, I think they left on the 17th, so, you know, okay, they had a trip to Lukla to go down and get stronger and come back up. But, you know, it's tough, I suppose, to be patient so long. And it looks like they needed to be patient a little bit longer. Tonight, anyway, it does. Like, that could change, of course. But, yeah, so that's... So that is day 41. Um... last thing of note I think from today is that I just finished the audiobook Endurance by uh, Albert Lansing which is about uh, that famous I don't know if you, some of you guys have ever heard of it but there's a famous uh, um, journey by Ernest Shackleton and his crew um, on board the Endurance and it got caught in the sea ice in the place called the Weddell Sea in Antarctica. And uh, this fucking amazing journey of hardship and suffering over the next 17 months to save. He ends up saving 28 of his crew. It's absolutely incredible what they went through. And I don't have a fucking clue how they survived it, particularly all of them. But it was just yeah, a f- fascinating story. And uh, if I can give you a little bit of a hint, hint. Um, there might be our COVID pending. Fucking COVID, yes. But COVID pending, there, uh, you know, there might be some strong links between me and that journey and that adventure for my next kind of uh, um, expedition. I'll leave it there for now. But uh, I, I, one thing I do know for sure is that it will not be anywhere near as. Uh, difficult and hard and uh, um, just mind-blowingly challenging even though that word doesn't describe it as what as what those guys went through 
Shackleton, Worsley and Crean were the ones who uh, they end up finishing having to hike, like basically climb through um, over the South George Islands to get to where they want to get to and, and then there's the other characters like uh, McNish and Vincent uh, Wild back in Elephant Island where they left 22 of their companions for four months in the winter so like you know it's it's really hard to fathom the that journey that the hardship they went through the just the enormous enormous difficulties and the the depths they must have had to endure but uh yeah fascinating tale and if you uh get a chance very well written book by Lansing so so I just finished that there on audiobook um, an audiobook I bought uh, for my Atlantic row along with a host of other ones and as the story goes with that uh, on day four I put on my first audiobook onto the speaker system you know as I thought okay now's the time now to kind of get a bit of distraction and uh um, you know, take my mind off the monotony and the the kind of the toil of just rowing for a number of hours a day, whatever it was at that stage. And I couldn't hear the voices uh, on the speaker system. And I just spent like 400 euros on audiobooks about a week earlier in Lagomera. So uh, I'm getting around to using them now. Uh, I've listened to, that's the second one I've listened to. First one been Call of the Wild by Jack London, which was fantastically written book um so yeah two down and then there's a few more in there none none massively appealing because i don't know you kind of want this bit of a story here like quite a bit of fiction something not that heavy uh i did anyway up at camp two when i first started listening to some of these books i was like oh i don't know if this is conducive to what you were looking for but uh since life is much more comfortable down here at base camp it's been a bit easier to listen to them and it's a nice bit of entertainment and um and obviously a fantastic story to to know and to uh maybe um maybe know a lot closer pretty soon uh but uh you know time will tell with that one guys all right, so good night. 41, done. 42 is May 21st. Um, and a kind of pre-set look at maybe leaving on a summer bid on the 24th. So that means I should definitely get in a hike tomorrow if the weather's any good. Uh, that'll be the 21st and then maybe something on the 22nd and then take a couple of days rest uh, before we hit like we'll be leaving at 1am or 2am or whatever uh, the morning of the 24th so so my, that's kind of a sketchy that's in a kind of a rough plan as of now lying in bed on the night of 41 alright we'll talk to you tomorrow cheers
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 